takes it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, so glad you could join us today to talk a little Islanders hockey, and thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We have got a lot to discuss on today's show. The Islanders in Buffalo tonight to close out their four-game road trip. We'll have a full preview of that game and try to, you know, if they win it, the Islanders can go 500 on the road trip, but uh, they needed more, but, you know, can't not win this game uh, if you really want to hold on to playoff hope. So we'll preview the game, what you can expect from the Sabres and from the Islanders, and a whole lot more. Also, hey, what is going on with Kyle Palmieri, and where does he fit in with the Islanders? We'll talk about that as Palmieri has been a healthy scratch for a few games now, and we'll try to figure out what his role on the team is going to be and and should be because, uh, you know, the production right now just isn't there. We also have our Islanders birthday of the day and a whole lot more all coming up on today's show. If you've got something Islanders related on your mind, you have a question, a comment, a topic you'd like us to talk about, feel free to send us an email, the email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. Uh, And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings, and I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game, so make sure you join us for that. I'll give you some instant insight and analysis, and it's always great to interact with Islanders fans during the course of the game and really any time, so feel free. Uh, a little bit of news first before we get into the whole Kyle Palmieri thing on Monday, the Islanders recalling goaltender Corey Schneider on an emergency basis from Bridgeport, and you know, we talked about this on the Monday show. I thought it would be Schneider to step in and be the backup while Varlamov is in COVID protocol. Uh, look, Schneider hasn't played in an NHL game since March 6th of 2020 when he was with the Devils. Uh, no timetable yet uh, on the return of Simeon Varlamov, but look, he is in protocols now dictated by the Canadian government, so he has to wait for a negative test and has five days he has to quarantine. So hopefully Varley clears quarantine soon. And again, as we mentioned, hopefully uh, Ilya Sorokin doesn't also 
come down with COVID, which is always a, a possible issue when you have two goalies getting instructions from the goalie coach and being, you know, near each other in the locker room and in practice and everything else. So, yeah, there is that issue to discuss as well, and and we will clearly, uh, hopefully, not have to worry about that because uh, last thing the Islanders really need right now is to uh, have to deal with both of their NHL goalies being out of the lineup. And, And again, Schneider... You know, he's there for insurance purposes. He has NHL experience. The issue, obviously, is whether or not he still is an NHL-caliber goaltender. Meanwhile, wanted to talk about Kyle Palmieri. Uh, look, he, he was in COVID protocol briefly last week, then missed a day uh, on paternity leave as, as uh, you know, he, he and his wife had a baby. And congratulations to Palmieri on that. But the issue remains right now. Uh, You know, he missed one game because of the paternity situation, the paternity leave, and he uh, has been eligible to be back with the Islanders. The the All-Star break took care of most of the COVID situation. But now, you know, they still haven't put Palmieri back in the lineup. And Monday at practice, Kyle Palmieri not skating with the regulars. He and, and Kiefer Bellows were sort of alternating uh, and looks like they are set to be black aces. And look, Palmieri has been hurt. The Islanders as a team uh, have played 40 games. And Kyle Palmieri has, uh, in fact, no, excuse me, 42 games. Kyle Palmieri has missed 13 of them. He has played in 29. But, Here is a guy you brought in to be a top six forward. And in 29 games, Kyle Palmieri, one goal, seven points. He is a minus 13 on the plus minus uh, rating. And, you know, just not getting the job done. Now, you brought him in here really to replace Jordan Eberle and to be on that top line, originally that was the plan, with Anders Lee and Matthew Barzal. That didn't work. And now you're faced with a situation that looks something like this. Kyle Palmieri struggled last year after the trade deadline, more or less for the rest of the regular season. He did not get the job done uh, offensively, production-wise. Come playoff time, he played well and ended up adding seven goals in, I think it was, 19 playoff games for the Islanders. That's a darn good rate of production. That would put him, uh, you know, at almost a 30-goal pace over the full season. Right now, even if, you know, it's one goal in 29 games at most, that's three goals, not even quite, but will round up over an 82-game season. You need more from Kyle Palmieri. And... You know, he also has 41 penalty minutes, which, oh, by the way, places him third on the team. Only Zdeno Chara uh, and Scotty Mayfield have more penalty minutes than Kyle Palmieri, and most of those penalty minutes have been the, uh, I'm a step behind, so I hook someone, hold someone, trip someone. Uh, They have been bad the bad kind of penalties to take where he's beaten on a play 
Maybe his feet aren't moving enough. He's out of position and he's forced to take the penalty because of that. So, look, over the long run, Kyle Palmieri has proven himself to be a gifted NHL player. There's a reason the Islanders brought him in to be part of their top six. And right now, he's just not delivering on that promise. Now, whether it's not feeling comfortable in the system, which shouldn't be an issue after the regular season and playoffs last year and the regular season this year, if it's that or if it's some other problem, whether he's not comfortable with his line mates, whether he's playing through some injuries that we're not aware of, whether his motivation is lacking, you know, I don't want to speculate. I don't want to guess, but something, or maybe, maybe he's just lost that proverbial step because of age and he's not going to get it back. But what the Islanders need to figure out is why, and they need to do something about it, and they need to do something about it ASAP. Palmieri is on the bench right now. I understand why. Uh, Over the long run, depending on who you're playing, does it make more sense to put Kyle Palmieri in the lineup than Ross Johnston? More often than not, the answer in theory is yes. This is an Islanders team that struggles to score goals, and I could tell you right now, over the course of of a season, Kyle Palmieri will score more goals than Ross Johnston, even though They both have one goal, even though Johnston has played less than half the number of games that Palmieri has. Uh, In fact, Johnston has been more productive this season, points-wise, per game, than Palmieri has, and he gets less ice time. But that's a small sample size. Johnston's only been in 13 games. Over the long haul, the Islanders either need to get Palmieri reintegrated into the lineup, or they need to find someone who's willing to take their con- his contract off their hands at the deadline if this team can't go on a playoff run. But something's got to give, because unless Kyle Palmieri, unless the light goes on, the on switch goes on, and he reverts to his previous form, uh, that's a big cap hit for very little production. And the Islanders cannot afford that. Uh, from a guy who's supposed to be providing them 20, 25, maybe even 30 goals a year and is on pace to give them two or three. We have got a lot more to get to on today's show. We have a full preview of tonight's game in Buffalo, plus our Islanders' birthday of the day as we go back to the late 2000s to look at a forward who gave the Islanders one very solid season when he was here. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Got beard? Get primal. You heard me right. Got beard? Get primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product, but primal origins oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients, and they have a low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes bombs, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel and beard products available. All products are fair trade certified, and they are handcrafted in the USA. The combo kits make a great gift, and if you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad that you got one. 
We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and the feel in beard to other products you've used. We promise you will see and feel the difference. Remember, the code Locked On. that's one word, Locked On gets you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Use the code Locked On at checkout for 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Make sure to check out Olympic Hockey Daily presented by Locked On NHL. It's a bonus podcast covering all the action in Beijing. You can find it on the Locked On NHL podcast feed. It's free and available on all platforms. All right. Islanders Sabres tonight in Buffalo. And the Islanders, let's not kid ourselves, they need... This game, it's a 7 o'clock Eastern time start in Buffalo. Here's the scary thing. Right now, the Buffalo Sabres, who we knew before the season started were a long shot to make the playoffs. They're 7th in the Atlantic Division. They have 38 points in 47 games. Now, the Islanders have only played 42 games. The Islanders only have two more points than the Buffalo Sabres. That's not the company we expected the Islanders to be in at this point in the season. Buffalo, a team that is struggling, 25th in the league in goals scored, 26th in goals against their power play, middle of the road, 17th in the league, 19.5%, but their penalty kill is 26th with opposing teams scoring roughly a little less than one out of every four power play chances they get. So the Islanders' power play needs to get going. Right now, the leading scorer on the Sabres is Jeff Skinner. He's reached the 20-goal mark already and leads the team with 34 points. Rasmus Dahlin has 22 assists to lead the team. Take Thompson, 33 points on the year. And a familiar face, fourth on the Islanders in scoring uh, points-wise this year, Former Islanders first-round pick Kyle Oposo, nine goals, 25 points in 42 games. Great to see Kyle Oposo healthy and playing well again and, and, and at least having a regular kind of a role on the Buffalo Sabres. Kyle, a, a class act and a good guy. We'll take a look at the line combinations that Buffalo has been using. And uh, I'll tell you, again, this is a game the Islanders have to win. Top line, Tate Thompson centering Skinner and Alex Tuck, followed by Dylan Cousins is the pivot on the second line with Peyton Krebs and Victor Olofsson on his wings. Cody Eakin centers Rasmus Asplund and Kyle Oposo on the third line. And the fourth line from left to right, Anders Bjork, Mark Jankowski, and John Hayden on the blue line. Rasmus Dahlin and, <coughs> excuse me, Henri Jokaharu <coughs> are the top pairing. <coughs> Robert Hag and Mark Pizik uh, are the second pairing. And then Casey Fitzgerald and Jacob Bryson are the third pairing. In net right now is the duo of Craig Anderson and Dustin Tokarski. A lot of injuries on this Sabres team right now. Jack Quinn, Colin Miller... Vinny Hinostraza, uh, and Drake uh, Caguila all on IR. Uh, Zemgis Girgesons is out. Casey Middlestadt is out. 
We'll keep an eye on them to see if they become available again. But right now, you know, Buffalo, like a lot of teams that are struggling, uh, needing to, uh, you know, get healthy because injuries are a part of it. Now, Buffalo last played uh, on Sunday in Montreal, beat the uh, Canadiens 5-3. to three. So that broke a three-game losing streak. Uh, with losses to Colorado, Vegas, and Columbus. This is a team that really has been struggling uh, throughout the year, and the Islanders need to go out there and take advantage of the opportunity to get two points against a, a lesser opponent. And look, this is something the Islanders, more or less, since they got healthy after the COVID situation, the Islanders have been able to do it. Uh, beat teams that are far, you know, that are far out of the playoff picture like Buffalo. But the Islanders really need this game. No way around that. And the key for the Islanders is to take advantage of a team that is struggling in net. We have Craig Anderson. He, he has a 6-3-0 record with a Two six seven goals against average and a nine sixteen save percentage. Statistically, he's been their best goalie. Tokarski four six and four right now on the year, but a three three two goals against average and a nine oh two save percentage. Not sure who the Sabers will be going with. I can tell you right now, uh, Ilya Sorokin, unless he is injured or comes down with COVID, will be the goalie for the Islanders, and hopefully the Islanders can get that fire lit under them again, because realistically, the two games in Alberta over the weekend, the Friday and Saturday night game, that was the biggest point of contention I had. The lack of fire, the lack of urgency, the fact that this team didn't play desperate hockey, and I can tell you right now, you go up against... uh, talented teams like Edmonton and Calgary, you aren't going to win without that sense of urgency. And I'll tell you something else, even against a struggling team like Buffalo, you aren't going to win without that sense of urgency. This is the National Hockey League, and even quote-unquote mediocre teams have very talented hockey players on their roster. So the Islanders need to, to get in gear and find a way to click. Barry Trotz was able to get this team some energy by juggling his lines against Vancouver last week, but you gotta you gotta bring that almost every night. You've got to have that urgency all the time. And you know, look, I don't blame Barry Trotz for the COVID outbreak. I don't blame Barry Trotz for the opening 13 game road trip to start the season. Those are things that are out of everybody's control. Injuries, not something Barry Trotz can, can handle. But it is the responsibility of the coach to motivate his players to play with energy and enthusiasm and play smart every night. And we didn't see that over the weekend, and we need to see that tonight when the Islanders take on the Sabres. And again, I will be live tweeting during the course of the game. And, you know, feel free again. It's uh, Ice Wars, NYR, VSNYI. We have got a lot more to get to on today's show. Islanders' uh, birthday of the day coming up. And uh, 
See if you can guess who it is. It's a, a scoring forward, top six forward from Europe who uh, spent one season with the New York Islanders and, uh, and you know, had a pretty good season during that one year. It was a year the Islanders made the playoffs, so we'll talk about him right after this. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. Football may be over for this season, but basketball is in full swing for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds, right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. Uh, this one, well, yesterday, which was Valentine's Day, Victor Kozlov would be 47 years old. Uh, so a happy birthday to Victor Kozlov, originally drafted sixth overall in the first round by the San Jose Sharks back in 1993. He was... Uh, playing in Russia before that, uh, joined the Sharks for part of the 94-95 season, then went on to play for the Florida Panthers, uh, then the Devils in the latter part of 03-04-05-06, and then joined the New York Islanders for one year in 06-07. And that year, 25 goals and 51 points in 81 games, added two assists in five playoff games for the Islanders that year. So, you know, Kozlov had good speed, and he was able to really uh, provide some offense for the New York Islanders, and and that was a, a really good thing that he was able to do. And, you know, after playing for the Islanders that one season. He spent two years with the Capitals and then went back to the KHL where he played until 2014-2015. 897 career NHL games for Victor Kozlov, 198 goals, 537 points. Add four goals and 12 points in 35 playoff games. And uh, by the way, Kozlov coaching Uh, a couple of years in the KHL in 2015-2016 as an assistant, and then as a mid-season replacement in 2017-2018. We're going to look at one of Viktor Kozlov's better games with the Isles, December 2nd, 2006, at the Mellon Arena in Pittsburgh. Islanders going with Rick DiPietro in goal against Marc-Andre Fleury for Pittsburgh. And in the first period, it was the Islanders scoring first a power play goal. Chris Thorburn in the box for interference. Miro Shatan, his sixth of the year. Tom Pody and Radek Martinek with the assisted 338. Isles up 1-0. But then the Penguins get power play goals by Colby Armstrong from Evgeny Malkin and Sidney Crosby. And Eric Christensen from Ryan Whitney and Marc-Andre Fleury. And... At the end of the first period, all three goals on the power play, 
but the Islanders trailed the Penguins 2-1. In the second period, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Victor Kozlov ties the game just two minutes and 57 seconds in. His sixth of the year from Andy Hilbert and Radek Martinek were even at two, and then the Islanders' power play gets to work, and it's a power play goal by Mike Sillinger, his sixth, from Tom Pody and our Islanders' birthday of the day, Victor Kozlov. In the third period, Kozlov gives the Islanders a 4-2 lead, his seventh from Andy Hilbert at 10:47. Mark Recchi makes it a one-goal game. Ryan Whitney and Sidney Crosby with the assist with 4.52 left in regulation, but Mike Sillinger clinches the win for the Isles, his seventh. Jason Blake and Richard Park with the assist at 17.25. Final score, Islanders 5 and the Penguins 3. For Victor Kozlov, our Islanders' birthday of the day, two goals, three points, a plus one, Three shots on goal, and yes, he did net the game winner. Rick DiPietro, 34 saves to earn the win. Islanders outshot 37-35 in what was a wide-open contest, but also a physical one. So yesterday, Monday, uh, was the 47th birthday for former Islanders forward Victor Kozlov. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Got to have this one tonight. Islanders need to get something going. They need to get some momentum. You look at the schedule right now, and, you know, it's time for the Islanders to show that they do have something more in the tank. Doesn't get any easier. You've got a game against Boston coming up on Thursday at UBS Arena. That's, again, a game that the Islanders... uh, will not have an easy time with. And then Saturday, uh, Montreal coming to town. Uh, Excuse me, on the 20th, Montreal coming to town. That's on Sunday. So, look, two of the next three games, Buffalo and Montreal, struggling teams. Again, you need five out of the six points in these three games. And then they head west again to uh, Seattle, San Jose, L.A., Anaheim, and Colorado So that road trip will take us all the way into March, believe it or not. So, wow, time continuing to fly by right now for this season. I want to thank everyone again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets. It's your one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert insight and analysis by Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. That's it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with our key takeaways from the game and our weekly farm report, so make sure you join us for that. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders!